Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Time to spill that tea, y'all. Melissa and Slater sipping on all the sweet tea. From Nashville news to talking about their lives and everything in between. Welcome to the Sipping on Sweet Tea podcast. This episode is going to be just a tad bit different than usual. Um, Slater and I are not able to get together this week and actually sit down and record something. So we thought, you know, this is a great time to take some of those artist interviews that we have that we did over the last few weeks and let you be a part of it. So I got to sit down with your ACM new female artist of the year, Tennille Towns, and ACM new male artist of the year, Riley Green, which was awesome because both of them working so hard in this industry to make it. They've got a few number one songs under their belt. Now both award-winning artists and performing at their very first ACM awards. A lot of stuff going on for both of them. The coolest thing, though, is the fact that when they won this award, Keith Urban surprised them on a Zoom call and they were not expecting it. So the fact that when I got to talk to them about it was super cool. And Riley Green's response when he saw Keith Urban, honestly, is something I would say. So I'm right there with him. All of that's going to be coming up. And then after that, Slater sits down with Kaylee Hammock, who is also one of the nominees for this category. You know, just kind of picking her brain on her new album and how she was nominated and, and how Reba has been super involved in this new album of hers. And so a lot of cool information that we want to share with you. So make sure you follow me on Instagram, Melissa Michelle Q and Slater at Slater Did What. Uh, being a part of this country music world is such an honor for both of us. And so getting to sit down and talk to these artists and have you involved in this as well, just a huge privilege for us. So we're super excited. So now, Riley Green. Hey, this is Riley Green. What's going on? Hey, Riley. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Just uh, chatting with you and getting excited for you for uh, taking home the ACM New Male Artist of the Year. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so um, I just watched your video of Keith Urban telling you, uh, I want to know what the first thing that went through your mind when he popped into your meeting. Yeah, they, they did a really good job of keeping that a secret. And I assumed it was like a, a management meeting, and then all of a sudden there's Keith Urban on there. That was uh, I, I never met Keith, and, and he, he introduced himself as Keith Urban. I was like, yeah, yeah I, know. I, I knew who you were. <laughs> So did you think it was, did you think that that's what it was, was him calling to tell you that? Or did you think he was just like popping in just as like a, a hello? Uh, yeah, Keith Urban doesn't call me much. I figured it was something important. <laughs> uh, but uh, now nah, he, he asked me if I wanted to perform at the ACM Awards. And, uh, it was, it was, a, it was a pretty big surprise for me. I mean, obviously in the back of my mind, you think there's a possibility you could, you could win something like that being nominated, but I didn't know Keith Urban was going to call me and tell me about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and I know I loved your response too. You're like, man, I wish I had a glass of wine right now. I mean, that was exactly where my head would have gone. <laughs> well, everybody else in the Zoom was was drinking, so I felt out of out of place. That's hilarious. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations, and such a cool way to be able to uh, to to learn that you won that. And uh, I know that this is your first time performing at an ACM award, correct? It is. Yeah, I, I, I was able to attend uh, the last two you know, with, without really being a part of it. So this is a pretty big deal to be able to go and, and have even a small part in it. But the performance is something we're looking forward to. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and so I know that you did this um, on the road again with Willie Nelson and all the other new artist nominees. And uh, so that was kind of cool, but it was different because everyone was at home still, right? So it wasn't like you got to like be in the same room as all the artists and performing with them. You kind of all had to do it separately. But then once it was put together at the end, how did you feel about how it all came together? Well, uh, you said 
it right. There's there's a lot of I mean there's a lot of tough times and what's going on and, and not being able to write together, doing these Zoom rights and and Skype and, and and you know recording a song like that without being able to go and see everybody and be in the studio is is pretty tough. But I think it turned out awesome. And at the end of the day. I get to tell everybody that I did a song with Willie Nelson. So <laughs> nobody can take that from me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so kind of switching gears just a little bit, I noticed you've been golfing quite a bit with uh, Cole Swindell, and I know Morgan Wallen's been golfing with Cole, so I don't know if he's joined you in some, some of the stuff. But I'm curious as to what conversations you guys have out there on the, cor- or the course, because it's like I know that golfing time for men is kind of like a, a guy time. So what's some, some of the conversations that go on out there? Well, you can't really talk to each other too much when you're both on either side of the fairway in the woods looking for your ball. <laughs> We're, uh, I mean, it's just it's just nice to be able to get out and, and do something with, with somebody. You know what I mean? Everybody's been so isolated and cooped up, and golf is a great way to, you know, catch up with everybody but still be somewhat socially distant. So, you know, we I, I would say we talk about a little bit of everything. All right. Well, you got any song ideas out there? You know, uh, I, I started playing some demos for Cole. And uh, I, I will say that the only music industry stuff we talk about is that. We, Cole's a great songwriter, and, and we, we share that. We, we both enjoy that songwriting part of things. So I've got, uh, I've got some stuff in the works. We can just cut some songs and looking to put some brand-new music out in the next couple weeks, actually. Awesome. Uh, so kind of want to wrap this up so I'm not taking up too much of your time. But last time we saw you here was obviously uh, in January. You were here with Jason Aldean and uh, Morgan for the the tour that they were on at the Amway Center. And obviously this was not even something that was even a possibility. You know, the world shutting down just a month later. A lot of people here in Orlando, that was the last show they got to see. You are kind of one of the last, you know, impressions that people have of concerts and stuff. Well, uh, first, thanks for coming. I hope that... Uh, <laughs> I hope that sooner, sooner rather than later I can get back down there and, uh, and and do it again. I mean, you know, it's it was very easy for me to become lazy and just enjoy the break, but I've, I've started trying to motivate myself to do a little more writing and, and uh, you know, and, and try to improve a little bit and, and start thinking about at some point we will be able to go back and play shows and, and be able to put on a good show for everybody. Well, Riley, congratulations on just your first ACM award and being able to be a part of that huge night coming up in September. And um, a lot of us here in Orlando are super happy that you were one of the last shows we got to see before everything went down because it was an amazing show. And just congratulations on all the success that you've gotten over the last year and what is to come. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you all. It's Slater on the Sippin' on Sweet Tea podcast. Usually with Melissa, got a chance to catch up with Kaylee Hammock, who is nominated for an ACM. Also, rubbing elbows with many amazing, super talented people, including Ribba McIntyre on her brand new album that's now out. Caught up with her a couple weeks ago. Want to share a bit with you. Well, hello, hello, Slater. Kaylee, how are you? I am good. How are you? Good. So how are you holding up? First of all, I want I want to start it by saying congratulations on your ACM nomination. Whoop, whoop. Who would have thought? That's huh. wild. You it? know what? No. Give yourself more credit than that. Everybody knew that it was coming, right? Mm, I didn't. You didn't? You didn't <laughs> no. No. no, I'll be completely honest. I didn't believe them when they, I woke up to about 30 text messages, um, and, yeah, they were like, congratulations, congratulations. And I, honest to God, I thought I'd won some type of raffle or something the night before. Um, and then they were like, go watch Keith Urban's uh, Instagram. Yeah. And I saw that he did the ACM nominations. And I had to watch it 20 times before I believed it. Yeah, I mean, so I, mean, I think the first, the first time you and I met each other was at the ACMs last year. 
um, yep. during the, the whole radio row, if you will. And then you played the K923 All-Star Jam pretty much like a, a year ago. Like in like two weeks, it'll be officially a year. And it was a thrill for us to have you. But like everyone saw the talent in you. And I think uh, if you know that it's there, you might not have known that the nomination was coming at that point. But you, you believe in yourself and you're so confident. And it shows in your record that's coming out next week. Just how um, you, I've, I feel like you have two dials. You have like the very honest, and then right when you don't think it's coming, you pop over, and it's like, like who is this? You know, and it brings people in, and and you've you've you have that whether you know it or not. Oh, thank you. That that means a lot to me. And I remember last time I was down there, I told y'all that I'd never got to go to Harry Potter World or Universal, and y'all set me into Neil Towns up for that. I appreciate that. Yeah, it was it a was it was a blast, and it was something that like we're glad that we have in our backyard. We definitely don't take for granted. But with everything that definitely you got, have going, a fun backyard. It's a fun backyard. <laughs> there's there's a lot of fun stuff, and now that the parks are are back open in some capacity, uh, people can kind of get back out there. And do it. So, how have you been with this? You're promoting your album, which I just listened to. I got the advanced stream, and there's a couple uh, records on it that I want to talk about. Uh, the infectious hook of "Looking for a Lighter," which I think might be my favorite song on it, because that's that dial that I was talking about. That's very like honest and uh, vul- vulnerable through it. You know? Yeah. So, well, like what what's really what's more Kaylee? Like is it the badass that's on like just friends or just like you or is it more like the softer side? What's your what's your most comfortable? I feel as if I sit more on the vulnerable side more so than the snarky side. Mm. Um I'm definitely someone that gets I uh, you know, I can I can cry any day of any week, but to get me mad, I mean, it's once or twice a year I get real mad. Yeah. You know, I'm not very quick to anger, but um, it's, yeah, I think I'm much more on the vulnerable side, but that's what I kind of wanted to bring into this album. Uh, with Just Friends, the reason why there's a part that kind of is a nod to Dolly Parton and that kind of lonesome, uh, that lonesome, sad, uh, I guess, portrayal of what's happening in the song yeah um right beside you know you should have never come over like all of this like you know what you knew better actually yeah you dude you knew better (laughs) you couldn't have loved me if you weren't going to stick around you should have never said you were and um anyway it was just the same relationship it was the sad part of me and the mad part of me and um yeah it the album is just really a mixture of true stories that's what I tried to make sure everything I, has a. It true definitely, story it definitely comes out, and there's there's like a lot of music that has been pushed off and hasn't been released because 2020's been the crazy year that it has. And I want to thank you because I think this is the exact record that needed to be released, just like how 10 years ago Miranda Lambert and Carrie Underwood had the. I don't want to say man hating because you don't have that in this record, but it is like a new form of like like just like you has that with being honest and anybody can relate to it that it's like the golden rule like hey treat me the way that i treat you and we'll be good yeah you know and if you treat me bad i have the power to actually treat you the same way 
Yeah, just like you is really based off of a boy I dated that uh, I should have known on that second date, man. When he starts telling me about the five last girls he dated and said they're all crazy, I was like, well, there's one factor that seems to be constant in all of these women being crazy, and that's you. You know, <laughs> was it was that the and same boy that got you to move to Nashville? Nope, nope. That was another okay. boy. Small town hypocrite <laughs> was written about yeah, that yeah. boy. Um, God bless him. But anyways, uh, yeah, it it's really just me going. You know what? Men like you make mean women. Yeah, women aren't born mean. Well, not all of them. You know, but yeah. uh, I guess we have a few uh, a few in every uh, gender. But yeah, it's um, I just I wanted to show kind of those snarky sides, but also I wanted to make sure that the basis of this album was vulnerability because I wanted to create a sonic safe place for people to feel everything. I think that in this world it is so easy for us to disconnect and disassociate and kind of block things that hurt us, block things that are supposed to make us grow. You know, when something um, when something hard happens, we have to learn how to overcome it and I think that you have to be able to fully um, embrace all of your emotions. It's a lesson I've had to learn uh, to be my best self. And I just want people to feel that in the music and feel that they can 100% express and feel everything when they're listening to my music. Yeah, do, do you... Um, I know you have a relationship with Reba McIntyre that uh, people, like, dream about and never think. Is it still, like, a pinch-me moment? Like, in the record when you're like, take it, Reba, like... Is that it? Was that mind blowing for you, or is it just uh, like were you in the moment and able to actually take all that in? Slater, you know how many times I've listened to Redhead on my Dropbox of me and Reba before it ever came out because I was just like, oh my god, Reba McIntyre's on this. <laughs> like, they, I mean, that's a photo unreal. album in itself that you'll always be able to every single moment that was around that project. You know? Yeah. It. I mean, it was. It was a blessing that she was willing to come in and sing on that song. It was just a manifestation, this big wish that I never thought would come true. But her manager hears the song from my manager, uh, shows it to Reba, and my manager says, well, you know, she would love to have Reba sing on it if Reba likes it. And, well, Reba likes it. You know, it, it was so crazy uh getting to meet her it was so funny outside the house of blues we met and she's like hey i'm reba and i was like you don't have to introduce yourself. <laughs> i'm kaylee thanks for doing this yeah um it it was wild but she's so sweet and um it's just cool to know that i got reba's number in my phone yeah. that, that's something i never thought would happen absolutely and so the right the record that drops on friday uh, honestly, I've listened to it now. This is the sixth time straight through. And the toughest thing for me is trying to pick up my favorite tracks. But there's just little bits of each one that's great. And I want to compliment you. The Goosebump track on the record is Forged in the Fire. That's something where, um, like, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about the hook of the song is something people are going to keep going to. And it's roughly in the middle part of the record, which a lot of times... No offense to other writers, but they put the ones that are like when you're constructing which goes where. This will be a record that people won't just listen to certain songs and have favorites. I think straight through that story is going to be told. Oh, thank you. I Forged in the Fire was about a house fire in 2017 that I went through. And um, a saying my father had said since childhood that came back tenfold afterwards. Um, 
he used to tell me when I was a kid, I um, I just I'd get stressed out. I'd get so you know bent up about if things didn't go the way I thought they should. You know, blah blah blah. And I was very serious as a kid, and he always would tell me, you know what, the most beautiful and strongest things in the world are forged in fire. He goes, iron is weak. It's useless until you work it in fire again and again. Glass cannot be blown without fire. He was like, so when fire comes your way, it's going to make you better. Like, it's just forging you. You're just getting stronger. Yeah, that, and, and um, I think so that's relatable that right now, too. With everything that everyone's going through, you know, it's it's something that you'll be able to take what 2020 is bringing everybody and relate it. So I want to thank you so much, Kaylee. <laughs> thank you, Slater. Yeah. That's exciting. It's great. Congratulations on the record, and we can't wait to see you when we're past all this so we can celebrate in person, okay? Oh, I'd love to. Also, thank you for listening, Slater. That means the world to me that you've listened so much. Without. It was the best part of my week, truly. Oh, thank it was so great. You. Take God care, Kaylee, okay? You. I hope y'all are safe down there. We are. Same to you, okay? All righty. See you later, Slater. Hi, is this Melissa? This is. Is this Tennille? The new ACM New Female <laughs> Artist of the Year. <laughs> I can't even believe how awesome and strange it is to hear that. <laughs> Man, I can't even imagine what it would have been like getting just a Zoom call from Keith Urban. <laughs> yeah, I was losing my mind. I mean, I literally, it shocked me so much. <laughs> I could not believe it. <laughs> Well, let's actually hold on for that for a sec and get into just how you're doing. Besides the news, last time we talked, uh, it was the beginning of the pandemic and things had just started, you know, shutting down. We were just like getting into a new normal. And now it's like actually just a normal. I know it is just a normal. What a strange normal. I can't wait to be back out on the road. I miss everybody like crazy, but I am thankful for some of the, the the peacefulness of the season, you know, trying to, to lean into to being creative and writing a bunch of new songs and can't wait to share them. Yeah. Are you are you still in Nashville? I know that you, is your family in Canada, yeah, so it's yeah. not like you can just like drive up and see them. <laughs> no, unfortunately, but lots of FaceTimes, which is awesome. For so sure. It feels like the distance isn't so bad. But yeah, it's a it's hanging out here in Nashville and, you know, just one day at a time on the roller coaster ride. Yeah. <laughs> How I'm... are you doing in all this? Oh, I mean, we're we're still going to work. Right now we're in the middle of hurricane season, though, so that's, that's always fun. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. So, yeah. Sending uh, all the good vibes. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so back to ACMs, you know, all of the stuff that you've got going on with that because you were also nominated for Musical Event of the Year, correct? Yes. So that's awesome. So not only those two nominations and the winner of ACM Female Artist of the Year, you also were nominated for five CCMAs, right? Crazy. Yes. All of this feels so surreal. I'm like, am I really (laughs) awake? Are you really (laughs) succeeding in your dream to be a huge country artist? The answer is yes. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'm I'm just having so much fun. I'm so grateful to get to do the thing that I love so much and just knowing that people are hearing these songs and that they're finding a home in people's lives is like the most wonderful, <laughs> crazy thing to me. So just for people who may be listening that aren't 100 percent sure of the difference between like the Canadian Country Music Awards and like the the awards that we have here. Is there any difference between like some of the country music in Canada and the, and the country music here in the United States? Just like I know that the sound might be a little different, but is there anything else that stands out to you that is different between the two? That's interesting. You know, I think for the most part, it's fairly similar. I think 
you know, what I love about country music is stories and and the way that these songs just kind of like talk about everyday life. And I think it's it's the same at home a little bit. It definitely is just like a much um, a much bigger scene, a lot more people here in in America. So it feels like different worlds in that sense. But the Canadian country music family is a pretty awesome one. I'm I'm very grateful to have got my start there. That's awesome. And um, something that the ACMs did this year was the big song that you guys did on the road again with Willie Nelson and all of the new uh, artist nominees. So like Kaylee Hammock and Jordan Davis and Riley Green, your other winner in the categories. And Mm -hmm. so how was it doing that? But not only doing that with all those other artists, but doing it all from home. It was I mean, it was so wonderful to get to celebrate I think everybody's voices with those with that song. And I still, I called my grandparents and I was like, I mean, Willie Nelson is singing on the song. We were all just losing our minds. <laughs> and um, it was so cool. So definitely missed being able to like sing that song all together in person, but grateful that we still were able to do something cool and, and, you know, be able to like record a little video in our living rooms and bring it all together. So it was really fun to get to be a part of that. Yeah, that's something that I know that is super cool to do now with a bunch of different artists is just bringing them all together on one classic. Um, but if you were able to do like a, a kind of a similar situation where you bring in back a classic and you're doing it with a bunch of different artists, what is the song you would go to to be like, all right, this is the one I want to collab on? Mm, that's a good question. I think I love Lean On Me. That's one of my favorite songs is like, I love what that song says. And, and um, that one feels like a classic to me. I know. I think you... You even sang that one when we had you on our Instagram live series back at the beginning of all of this. That one in a Shania Twain. That's right. I I, I love me some Shania. She's she's the best. <laughs> so aside from like writing, you know, new songs and getting all of that and getting your album out last month, um, what is uh what's something else you've been working on in quarantine that might not be music related? That might be just like figuring out a new hobby or a new talent that you might have never known you had. Well. I am trying to learn to cook, but it's honestly not going great. It's um, it's it's not advancing. I am, however, keeping some plants alive, so that's a new that's thing. That's good, and that's been really that's been really exciting too. Well, listen, if you haven't burnt down your place yet, I think you're succeeding. Thank you. I appreciate the uh, encouragement. <laughs> One step at a time. And if it's edible, and you're still you're still here, then you're good. That's right. This is these are good things. Well, Tadil, it's been about a year since you were here in Orlando with our all-star jam that we had with Brad Paisley and John Party, and you had the chance to sing with one of the uh, guys from Backstreet Boys and Kaylee and um, Abby Anderson. And so now the ACM uh, Female Artist of the Year, just super excited to have you on and talking about all of the success that you've had and that you're going to continue to have. And I know that the ACM thing, I don't know if if it's they're going to try and do something live in person without an audience. Um, Either way, we know you're performing and we're super excited to see that. Well, thank you. I'm super excited that the show is still happening and it's going to be really wonderful to get to celebrate the country music community that night. I'm just freaking out. I don't know if I'll be able to sleep till then. I'm so excited. (laughs) Well, you're going to do great and we're super excited. And thanks again for jumping on and congratulations on just being you and being amazing. Well, thanks for saying that. And seriously, (laughs) just sending so much love to everybody in Orlando. I love you guys and I can't wait to get to come back soon and play some more music. Yes. Thanks to Neil. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Bye. The Sippin' on Sweet Tea podcast is available on demand on all platforms and on the K92.3 app.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.